Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. What a world. This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where Phil Trimmy comes extinct, alongside my co-host, Artesia. This podcast is powered by Roberts Media Group, your resource for podcast development. For more programming and advertising opportunities, please visit us at robertsmediagroup.co. Now let's get to the motherfucking show. So this is our last episode for season 12. It feels unorthodox, at least for me, for one, because we're recording from my place. And two, normally you have like the mic stand and everything and it's like right in front of you. I was feeling churchy today. I so, just wanted to hold the mic. And it's like that extra space and then it's you like uh, sitting, like you said, you look like you at church. At church. You were standing up, mm-hmm. which was kind of awkward and alarming, but. Alarming for me to stand up. Anything that resembles church to me is alarming. So, yes. True childhood trauma. (laughs) I'm not a religious man (laughs) at all. So, we're back, man. We're just here today. We don't have a lot of things to talk about. We're not really here with a specific uh, lineup lineup of anything, no interviews or anything like that. We just wanted you guys to have a... It's a a recap. Yes, it's kind of like a season recap, a real life um, we're letting you guys in. We're letting you guys be a fly on the wall for how we felt this season during some of our interviews. Artesia is going to tell you some of her best interviews uh, from this season twelve Not of the my podcast. Best interviews. Well, from I'm the, still working on my interview skills, but I mean my favorite episodes from the season. And it's funny you say your interview skills because I was going to ask you about that, and I feel like to face you, I need to take my mic loose. So, let me, if you hear this noise, I apologize, people. But I guess we both uh, going. You know, like do this little different church. style. It do feel better though, just to I take know, the mic off the stand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I probably should have wore some underwear, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sitting back it caught me off guard. But <laughs> but yes, this does feel comfortable. As long as I'm not hitting the mic and knocking <laughs> shit around, this feels amazing. Uh, yes, how do you feel like your interview style <laughs> got better this year? And not to be funny, I mean this season because you were in different positions this year like you interviewed a couple of people at the 40 for 40 thing that we yeah, did with the lowest really, group honestly i don't think my interview skills got better i don't either i, feel like um, I just <laughs> i don't either <laughs> 
but but I hate I actually <laughs> hate doing interviews. Yeah. When when I first started being on the mic, I started out we would just do I feel like, real churchy like Yeah. You holding ahead. it like yeah, a I know, deacon. Right. I know this feels good. Um <laughs> but when we first started out on the mic together, we were just doing like one off episodes because we were traveling a lot together. So yeah. we were doing recaps. And that's really what I like is the episodes where we do one on one. Yeah. Um, something about bringing in a third, fourth, fifth person. We never have five now. That sounds yeah, like sports life talk. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'll bleep it out. God damn it. It's no, all you right. ain't got to. You sure? um, so anyway. <laughs> Something about bringing in the other dynamics, I don't know what it is. Especially like we did a lot Shade of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have a clip in there. I'm sorry for inter- interrupting you, but that was perfect with that. Yeah, because it it's like I can hear Darian and the fun saying shade. We may need to get them to do some little snippets yeah. to where we can add in people's uh, little drops. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, I totally lost my train. Of Proceed. Thought. But anyways, you, did, you did said you didn't like when there's three, four, or five people in, a, in this a, year. Yeah, or this season. I said this year. This season, we did a lot of phone interviews. And that's even more awkward because you got to wait for the, the space, the pause, the pause yeah. and be like, okay, I don't want to talk over anybody. So I really feel like my interview skills are trash. Um, that's Jesus not something Christ. that, no, they are. I'm being honest. I mean, I don't think that's trash. <laughs> I just think you. I, that's I, I, not something I, you that I want to do going forward. Okay. And I've told you that multiple times. And now, you, now you're telling the episode, listeners. Whatever anytime we have an interview or I schedule something, you would be like, oh, you helping me out on the interview today? Okay. I just asked to see if you're going to. Yeah, I'll ask because a lot of times you're the one that finds the interview. So yeah. I feel like, especially when it's like a big interview or someone that's very interesting, like I don't want, ever want to feel like or do something to where it's like, yeah, I'm the one doing all the big shit no, and not I including see, you. I, but I don't care about that because that's my role. Like I set shit up. And I send you like if it's somebody that I know about more than you, yeah. I do try to prep you and give you content or give you links to go, you know, yeah, do review some research, the person but, and research. So him, yeah. I'm okay with that. So when we did the forty under forty, I think for me my confidence has leveled up. So I I'm okay with just trying new shit. Yeah. But it's not one of my strong points. Yeah. No. So listen, if she won't be doing any interviews next year unless she's doing the forty under forty Lowe's group uh interviews with in person. That's why we got situation. somebody else too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm okay with do- I mean, me personally I'm okay with interviewing. I like talking to people because I don't see it as interviewing. I just see it as like me and you're doing right now, just sitting here on the couch. And see, I'm super having a conversation. So for me it's like, so tell me about a time. Oh yeah, because you did that shit one time. That. Oh man, you did that shit one time <laughs> and I said, This Katie Carrick bitch like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you did, and I made, I remember sending you the clip, and I said, "Don't ever do this shit again." I know, it's don't so do this. Awful. But I just think if you if but you this get comfortable, yeah, but if you get comfortable, for me, I like it because I like making people so comfortable that they tell me shit that they wouldn't tell people they've been knowing for 15, 20 years. I like, because literally the way I look at my, I literally look at my conversation style as a drug. Like I literally, once I'm talking to you and I interact with you and I start engaging with you, I feel like people, that shit just starts to pour out. And that happens to me naturally in conversation. But like I said, it's just Oh yeah, your starter. And it's just you starting off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Oh, I know. Because I was listening to them interviews from the Lowe's group, and I was like, okay, she's uncomfortable. And then I listened to some where you got into it, mm-hmm. and I was like, but okay. But then I forgot that I was actually interviewing, so we was having, like, in-depth conversations. Yeah. You see how you, you, see how you cut be. me off and stuff consistently? No, I'm not being funny. That's how you have to do That's I know. shade versus. <laughs> 
Not being funny. That's because I know you. And I know, I'm but that's the way you. you have to do, though. So it was like the interviews <laughs> at the event. Yeah. They were only supposed to be like three to five minutes. It was one of them. Was oh, like, you had I one like 15, 15 minutes. minutes. I said, damn, these I bitch. Forgot. I said, these motherfuckers sit there like they had a barbecue just having a chit chat. I didn't even use that, bitch. I told you, I was like, I tell know, them that we're not going to so use bad. that. That one, that one interview was uh, all my interviews combined, and I did four. <laughs> I, was I like, had Jesus. people hit me up like, "Hey, what happened to our interview that we did?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry." You was long winded. Yeah. They, but you know what? What people don't understand, and I have people hit me up sometime, and they'll say, well, "Why do you cut people off?" Or you should let this person talk. But a part of being an interviewer and uh-huh. conducting an interview and hosting anything, uh-huh. you have to. If these people don't follow the two minute guidelines, it's your job to interject either asking a, a question that will pivot them in another yeah. direction or asking a question that will give a like one B to that question, that one me, A question. I'm a sucker for a good story. So a motherfucker yeah. can like, re- and I just yeah. end up sitting there listening. Like, but the way to, you know how to wait, you know the way to break that up. And this is for y'all other podcasts because I've been listening to a lot of y'all shit and y'all motherfuckers be talking for 15 minutes straight. Now I know I could talk for a long uh, yeah, extended period of time too, runs. but when I do that, it's literally, you know me because you're in the studio with me. Like it's based off looking at people who are listening what happens with me when i go on long runs it exactly so it's like people get engaged in the story and they just stop fucking talking it's been many a times i look at y'all and i'm like uh y'all gonna say something (laughs) like y'all just sitting up here letting me tell the whole tale yeah so that's the thing but i do like interviewing people i like making them you know feel comfortable i don't like the phones just like you Mm -hmm. because like you say you have to wait for that pause and sometimes it's like people are pausing and that half a second pause is a one second pause because of the connection ain't so awkward it is because you're, you're like, oh yeah, you could go. You could. My sorry, I'm sorry about that. Bad. Like my that bad. one interview that we did, the girl, she like, I was rolling through my little. Key Which one? Point. Who was it? Uh, the Secret Life of Tushy. I, I figured that's what yeah, you're talking so about. So I was rolling through. I had my little question going. I was fluid with it. Yeah. She was like, "Huh? What did you say?" And I you totally got flustered. I looked at you and I said, "This motherfucker is gone." Because I was Poco. like, "What the fuck?" You like, was gone. Yeah. That was a good answer. You didn't hear me, bitch. I know. I wouldn't. No. We don't mean that Secret Life of Tushy. I forgot her, her actual name. Bella Jolie. Bella Jolie. Yes. Yes. What else? What What's on the notes for? Okay. I so know we got. Some, I, I know. I, I'm not supposed to say notes, but my phone. I'm literally comfortable. I'm sinking. Yeah, into this couch I do I feel amazing just don't drop the mic so I wanted to talk about my favorite episodes actually do you actually remember like your favorite episodes from the season um I, do I feel not. like sometimes they run like all together so yeah. I actually had to go back to the uh Apple podcast app to get figure out where the season started yeah, so yeah. I picked three episodes yeah uh my first one was your your orgasm your responsibility with Cameron Glover from New Jersey yeah New Jersey I think it was it was either Philly or New Jersey no it she's was from New Jersey New Jersey okay so that was episode 229 then my second one was episode 241 for the DC recap yeah that was dope Good yeah because we had a, good, had a, a great DC. time in DC yeah yeah and then shout out to the homie Geechee yeah Trayvon he really made that trip for yeah us. he did so uh, and then episode two forty four stuck his dick don't pacify him yeah that was my uh, all time favorite and that was actually the most feedback that we got on the episode from the season for real yeah because and you know a lot of people always ask me about feedback I really don't pay attention to the DMs unless I actually know a person I know yeah. I have to do better yeah you do because <clears throat> I'm tired of responding to everybody one of the things that I think that we can do I better feel. going into to next seasons for the podcast I feel like next season. For me, I want to be able to be more engaged with the things that are happening societally. So, like, what's going on in society, like, from day to day. Yeah. And maybe even address some of the things. Like, I don't do hip-hop think, and shit. 
I think that's difficult because it's like so many times people look to stuff as an escape because we can always look, you know, turn on the news and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, you go to work, you experience certain things. Yeah. Like sometimes you just want that escape. And I, I mean, I do escape from it. But the reason I never really talk about mainstream things or like hip hop and shit like that is because you have enough people already talking about it. And then to be frankly honest, like I listen to hip hop, but I can't say that I really give a fuck about who, the new rappers and all that shit that's coming out like I don't yeah. you know what I'm saying like I, it's great that they're doing it it's great that a lot of you know kids are getting their shine these days but I don't really care about hip hop like I used to do like I used to mm-hmm. and for me it's like I just try to I don't know going into next season I just want us to be more elaborate on the things that, and intentional about certain topics and things I want to address things that we've already addressed but from a different perspective yeah. so like, t- like if we're talking about sex and relationships I don't want to just talk about how to make it good I want to talk to people Who've had trauma from it mm-hmm. You know I want to talk to the people Who may not Feel like it's important to them And why mm-hmm. Like I want to get to Root causes of things Not just always being like Oh yeah suck dick Swallow this shit Do this do that Because mm-hmm. we do have A lot of great content And we do have A lot of great conversations About stuff like that mm-hmm. But a lot of people Only take away The vulgarities from that Oh yeah they get hyped Cause yeah. even I think your most recent Episode that you did uh, I saw a lot of people responding to that And it's like that's what they respond to more so yeah. Than some of the educated conversations And that's why when some when people try to be like Oh yeah they try to put me in a box for relationships And I'm like bro I ain't never even been married I don't even have a girlfriend well, now So it's like funny. I don't that's, You really can't hang your head on that Because we've both met therapists and counselors True. That are relationship experts yeah. Or have you know, been deemed relationship experts yeah. And they are single It's so. just yeah I get that. I just don't want to be put in a box of being able to do one thing. Oh, yeah. And the reason I say that is because it's funny sitting back watching, you know, like movie stars. People who do get typecast. typecast. In life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to be a person to get somewhat, somewhat typecasted into mm-hmm. being something that I'm not. And the reason I say that, like, I know me and you were looking for managers a couple of months back. And, you know, I know you brought to me and you were like, hey, one of the managers or the PR people we were talking to was saying, you know, they thought I was just this one thing. Yeah. And you was like, no, he's not this one thing. You know, you have to go look and listen to all Mm -hmm. these other things and other episodes that he's done. Listen to some of the things he's done on panels. Or not to be funny, the people that know that you may be more than one thing, but they are like, you should ride with this because this is what's going to sell. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, that's the society that we live in. Very true. But I think the thing I love about the podcast the most and even from other listeners is the ability to still talk about the things that most people are scared to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people are still scared to talk about being broke. People are still scared. And and the thing about it is they don't understand. You can learn something from so you can learn something from somebody else's failures. Oh, yeah. And yeah. some other people's mistakes. If even you're willing to admit of, that you're actually having them. Yeah. Even outside of being broke, like in a financial sense, but being broken as far as like certain things that yeah. you've experienced in life. So. I no. think that's the good part because that's the part that really brought me out of my shell, which we talked about before, is discussing some of the things that I've been through personally. Yeah. Um, some of the things that I never would have even thought that I would talk about, you know, on a podcast or publicly. Yeah, that's very true. Because yeah. I know when I first started, you was like, yo, I'm not ever getting on because I'm not saying this shit. Hell no. Or when like, I would. What the fuck these people need to know about my yeah. life for? And the thing about it is not really <laughs> like, and I think one thing I love about it is. I don't tell the stories really like some of them are for entertainment because Mm -hmm. they're funny. And then some of them are for like, okay, how can people really learn from this? Okay. I'll give you a a prime example. I told you I was going to talk about this. First of all, happy belated mother's day. It's like eight days later, but 
we weren't recording then. We were supposed to record last week, but it yeah. didn't happen because shit's been crazy. I've been you doing a lot of work travels. And, so. Yeah. And and you've been doing a lot of things. We've both been trying to gear up for things that we're trying to do with the business and, and season 13 of the podcast and our own individual lives. Mm-hmm. So real story. And I always tell stories like this because I think people need to hear them. So I had a lot of financial stuff I had to take care of over the last couple of months. So on Mother's Day, I was not able to get my mom anything for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. She wasn't tripping. I wasn't able to get you anything for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. You weren't tripping. But in my head, I was like, yo, I'm used to getting them something. They used to me getting them something. Mm-hmm. I got to do something. So I was going crazy on Mother's Day trying to figure out like yeah. what I can get you guys to not let you think that I didn't care about who you are or what you're doing or, you know, the tradition that I pretty much started, like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And you even, I even saw you on that day and you was like, yo, I'm good for real. And I was like, nah, I got to do something. I was like, y'all saying y'all good, but y'all could be, y'all could be, you could, you know, cause men know this, men, if you're listening, y'all know I'm not lying. A woman will tell you, no, I'm okay. If you don't give me anything, I, I understand. And then it's like the day will go on and it's like I think you ain't get nothing, if, you ain't get a card, you ain't do nothing. I think that's if you make that a habit. Yes, okay. But like I told you, like it's not like you haven't done all these great things in the past. Yeah. So why would you worry about this one time where you weren't able to do it? And then it's not a part to be of my funny, um, astrology sign, but, I guess. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. not to be funny. You are so fucking extra, uh-huh. dude. Not to be funny. I could see if you weren't the type of person that didn't appreciate somebody on a day-to-day basis. So a lot of people, they have to expect something on that one day because yeah. they're not getting it any time. Yeah. So to redeem that, me and my brother was like, yo, we'll take y'all out. You know, so we all went out and had some, you know, dinner yesterday and had a good time, had some conversation. Mm-hmm. It was so funny because my brother, when I saw my brother, when he came out to <laughs> to the restaurant, <laughs> shout out to my brother, man. And uh, he came out to the restaurant. When I saw him, you know, he's working out. He's yeah. slimming up a little bit. So when I saw him, I was like, hey, bro, you look handsome, man. Very I was fashionable. like, yeah, I was like, you look handsome, man. You got a nice little denim shirt on with your denim. You know, he had the denim shirt. You know, it was two types of denim to mix it up to match his jeans, had his shoes on. Yeah. So then we came in, you know, he sat down, we talked and, you know, we said our pleasantries he ordered his food food came out we all you know my mom got her food first and she was about to eat like a fucking heathen first without even saying grace now i'm like how the fuck you raised me to say grace and wait for people and then as soon as the plate hit the table you about to start eating we got there to get something to eat we did so she was just ready to go so (laughs) so my brother he gets his food he orders i think chicken and waffles with lemon something and the the, i don't know nigga was trying to be fancy Uh, no and then the, the 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 pancakes were big. So when he yeah. got ready to lift his pancakes up, you know, they had the little, uh, what is it called? <laughs> yeah, like the little syrup pitcher, little mini syrup pitcher on top, on the corner edge of the, the pancake. Now, he didn't know it. Mm. He's just ready to go to town. Mind up. you, I said he's lost some weight. He's been losing weight. But he pulled that pancake like he was ready to go. When he- <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> when he bought that pancake, oh, that man. little picture of Sir spilled all on this <laughs> all shirt. I heard him say, <laughs> "What he say?" <laughs> <laughs> he just fucked it up. <laughs> I looked over at that nigga. He had the he whole. Said, oh man. Oh yeah, he had, the whole, <laughs> he had wasted the whole picture of syrup in his lap. Oh. So I look over there and I was like, "Yo!" Then this nigga said, "Oh, I'm gonna get this napkin and put some water on it." 
and wipe it off. No, I said, you gotta tell me about the best part. What was the best part? When he called a man over there. Oh to get some yeah, more. yeah. He wanted to get some more of the syrup, so he called the waiter over there, and he was like, "Excuse me." He's like, "Could you bring me some more syrup? Because I just spilled my whole thing on no, myself." No, he said, "I just wasted it." Yeah, he was like, like, "I just wasted my whole syrup on myself," and I was like, like and I looked at, him, I said, "Why the fuck would you tell this nigga that?" He probably looked at you like, "I don't give said, a fuck." Okay. Okay, I'll bring it right back. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, "My brother." Uh, then he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put this uh, water on her to wipe it out." Okay, you go right ahead and do that and make the spot bigger, and it's gonna make it even stickier. Then on the way out, he was like, "I'm gonna get behind one of y'all." He was following close behind oh, yeah. you, and we just ducked out that side entrance. So I was going to, I, I started to take him through the whole back yeah. through the whole front oh, of the restaurant, no. but then I saw the exit sign yeah. right by our table. I was like, "Yeah, we could go right out of here." Oh, man. It was very embarrassing for him, <laughs> but no, I did have a good time, man. So the, the the moral of the story is for you guys who. If you consistently do for your loved ones and the women in your lives and the mother in your life, don't feel pressured Mm -hmm. to do something on Mother's Day. And take your own advice. Very true. If you love and in, and if you're in a relationship, if your woman know who's you who you are, who's you are. If your woman know who you are and you've done stuff you consistently for, for real. and I you know love who her, and who's I am. No, nah, see you. That's some slave shit. <laughs> Get back here, Kunta. <laughs> nah, but uh, no, for real. So a r- real talk. Like if you have somebody special in your life and you're unable to do something for them financially that day. First of all, brothers, give yourself a break. And women, I'm sure a lot of you guys understand. Unless he just ain't shit, nigga, and don't never do nothing. Yeah. Like I said, that's the only time it becomes an issue. But I had to teach myself, yo, it's okay. Yeah. But I, I was driving myself crazy. And me too in the process. <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> What's next on the agenda? Oh, okay. So what we talked this? about taking the summer off, you know, to focus on gearing up for season 13 of And we're podcast. coming back in the end of August. Coming back at the end of August? I need the, I need, I need some okay. time, man. You say the end of August, and I'm okay with that, but I really feel like you don't. Yeah, it's I'm gonna, gonna try be to make some, it to the end of August. I was gonna say, what should the listeners expect from us in the meantime? We're definitely uh, planning on doing a live show. I'm excited about the live show because really? it's gonna be no features. It's, it's and very now, true. and I think for the first time, I understand when artists release their albums and they be boasting because it's like, oh, I don't have no features, whatever, yeah. whatever. I think that I definitely understand that mindset now. Yeah. Like I'm because I have been telling you since the beginning. Like when we do the shows, mm-hmm. you should just be the one that's up there. Well, not just by myself, yeah, but, but basically like like being the headline of our group. Yeah, not bringing in somebody you know from out of state or wherever else. Yeah, because you know we got it. Yeah, no, and I, you know, it's crazy because I know we have it now, but in the beginning, no matter what I did, I just still didn't feel like that. Yeah, and my confidence was there in myself, but it wasn't fully there in the brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm confident. Like, as you see, I'm always putting out videos and mm-hmm. promotional things and marketing. And then, not to be funny, this sounds arrogant, but I feel like I'm the best doing this shit. I ain't even big. I'm not even yeah. shooting to be no major podcast person. Yeah. But when On I. All cylinders. Because yeah. I think that's. And I'm not just talking about that yet. Because exactly. if you look at. And now, this is where I will ride my own dick. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the best podcast to the lowest podcast, as far as promotion value, I don't feel like nobody's touching me. Mm-hmm. And I, the thing about it is, I don't have a full production team doing this. That's what I mean when this I This is me behind this shit. All, like, yeah. being ran on all cylinders. Because yeah. you'll have some podcasts that, you know, may have dope content. But they might not. They social media might be trash. Yeah, they or don't have. You might that. have a great. You know, some people have good looking social media, but yeah. their content is trash. It's not good. Yeah. So I really feel like we are putting together like a overall pro- product. Yeah, and we and not to be funny, we've heard that from not just 
our listeners. We've not just heard that from family and friends because this is the thing that I try to tell people. You have to be leery of those people who, when they're putting out stuff and posting things about what people are saying and feedback, a lot of that shit be their family members and their friends, which means they're supposed to say that. But I'm proud to say that we have businesses that say it. Mm -hmm. We have actors that say yeah, it. Yeah, even when we travel and we have yeah. We I reach out to the studios like the first thing they do when is they respond, research us. They're like, "Oh, I I checked out your IG. I love what you guys are doing." And they like, check out the can, website. How can we work together? Yeah. You know. So, so but it's but you know what? Also the 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 catch 22 to that is <laughs> when you have your shit together, mm-hmm. a lot of people feel like you have your shit together so you won't you do something with them yeah. or you don't need any help uh-huh. when that's the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Also, it puts you in a situation to where if you're really good at you what you do, people will find ways to steal the spotlight from you. I don't know how many pictures I've been cropped out of. I don't know how many times I've been I've done a show with people or around people mm-hmm. and when the the communication or the captions come out for pictures, my name is not on it. I am not tagged in it. So in my mind I'm thinking, why the fuck did I fly somewhere? Or why did I speak for free? Exactly. And nobody's paying my hotel bill. Nobody's paying my car, you know, for me to get around. Nobody's mm-hmm. buying me no food. And we don't ask for this shit. Yeah. We just do it. But when people do fly in town, we've paid people. Yeah. We provided rooms because I we think provided no transportation right. yeah and then i also think one thing that we did well i think we've known this all along but i think one thing that's been reiterated especially here this past season is um the importance of knowing that everybody doesn't do business like you exactly and some people like my granny used to always tell me you know people can go only go as far as they sorry about that can only go as far as their understanding will allow them yeah and everybody just doesn't have a great understanding when it comes to how to do business, That's how true. to treat people, and how to show reciprocity. And I think I've gotten better with that. I got better with that because of you. Because I know when I used to do business, I always always think people should be the way I am. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because our roles have kind of switched. Because you used to be like, everybody ain't going to be like you. Now you're doing and getting into it just as much as I am. And well, now you're I doing the same I'm thing. Well, I doing that in terms of the people that are like that I really fuck with. Yeah. Because I feel like they, you know, first and foremost, they know me better than anybody else. Yeah. I'm not expecting somebody off the street to treat me a certain way because they don't know me. Very and true. they may not do business the way I do business. But if you know me and you really say that you fucking with me, yeah. then I expect I'm holding you to a higher standard. A higher standard, yeah. And that's the thing. I, if I'm being honest, though, I hate to have to say this, but outside of maybe like the Silvers in Houston. Oh, yeah. I don't think nobody has ever done what we've done for them for us. Yeah. And that's just being honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like from promotional, from sharing, from yeah. just, prom- you know, giving shout outs and shit like that. Like, I, yeah, I don't think and people like move the, the way we move. Like, yeah. Because I feel like we always, you know, reach Invite out. Invite people. Yeah. yeah. People don't reach out to us. Uh-huh. Uh, we've had a lot of stolen ideas. We've had a lot of. You know, I know for me, I've had a lot of niggas try to use what I use. You know, the the hardest thing is, and, and a lot of people used to be like, you should call out those people. But I'm like, I'm not saying nobody's names. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is the people who steal stuff from me, I see you. Just because yeah. I talk to you, just because we interact, and just because I don't say shit about it don't mean I don't see it. Yeah, and, and, and they know that shit at yeah, the end of the day. But I see it. like, and, and I think the hardest part is when you don't even get any acknowledgement for it. Like... I'll put something out and name something a certain way and then I'll see other people put something out and it's phrased mm-hmm. similar or 
they're like you could tell they got something from me. But and a lot of times, gonna... I, but a lot of times I know this shit because I know a lot of these men and women who do this shit, mm-hmm. you, they ain't that smart. No, they're not that and bright. That's what I was gonna say. They'll always be behind the curve because if they they're base, waiting for me to put something they down for them to pick it up. Their whole like whatever it is that they're doing on what they can get from other people. Yeah, you always gonna be ten steps behind. That's very true. So it yeah. really doesn't matter at the end of the day. But it's just a respect thing because I think what people don't understand, and and like I said to you yesterday, like it's a the product that I'm putting out is serious for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm serious about the quality. I'm serious about the branding. I'm serious about the things that are put out. You know, like that shit's important to me. So I don't even know what commercial this is. I should have turned the TV off. That is a fake wolf. So yeah, speaking of the business and the branding, shout out to our newest podcast, uh, oh. the ladies of Champagne and Lipstick. They had their. They actually released their first episode last week, which was really a dope episode. Yeah. Um. So everybody should go check that out. They you definitely should check that on out on Apple. They are on Google Play. Yeah. They are on Spreaker. It's Champagne and Lipstick. If you can't remember that for any reason, just follow or check out Robert's Media Group, and they are listed on there. And also give them a rating and review. Yes. If you if you like them, actually subscribe. And this is not and they're just already getting positive feedback. Yeah, but this is not just for them. This is for anything and anybody that you like. If it's a friend, if it's a family member, if they have a business and mm-hmm. you see them doing something, like that shit, share that shit, promote that shit. And if and you don't have really the money, free. yeah, like, and if, and if you don't have the money to pay for it or support them in that way, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But be sure to do the things that you can do. Shout out to the homie Jar. What is his last Jarvis? Uh, oh yeah Jarvis We're You can say his Instagram What's his uh, handle He's not on Instagram He's on Twitter It's Jarvis We'll just say Jarvis Jarvis the professor But I want to say Shout out to Jarvis man yes. I've seen you The last couple of months You know Contributing and donating money To the to the brand And to the cause mm-hmm. We don't ask for shit But we've said it several times And we stopped saying it On the podcast We stopped putting yeah. it In our clothes And our introduction But he literally like Just hit me up one day And he was like Hey how where can I do this And I dropped him the link You know I didn't think twice about yeah, it Yeah cause we've had A lot of people say They're gonna exactly. do something And don't so do it I didn't it. think twice about it but he made, you know, he made his first donation. Then a few weeks later, I saw, I got an email. Yeah. I woke up one morning. It was like, oh, he and donated I, again. I hit him up and I was just like, you know, that's what's up. Yeah. Like, we I appreciate, appreciate that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have one friend who's people, done that. Exactly. We got people in our own circle that will say that they're going to do shit and they don't even do it. Yeah. So we, we do I, appreciate that. We've never that. met this guy. Yeah. Never at all. But, he but also, Jarvis. But check out this too, Jarvis. When you donated, and I think I posted something on IG Stories. He motivated a few more people Yeah To You know what I'm saying Yeah So all it takes is one Exactly All it takes is one Somebody doing what they say They're gonna do You know what I'm saying And being consistent We don't ask for money A lot of people You know they're like Hey why don't you create a Patreon Now I'm not saying For other people who've done it It's a problem I just don't have the gall to do it I just don't I feel like it's begging I know it's well, just asking, we, but that's how I feel. Well, okay, so I'm gonna backstep on that because we have a Patreon. But what I'm saying we haven't is promoted it. But that's what I'm saying. Like and with the Patreon, when we and when we did but, it, that was for if people wanted us to create certain content like videos, documentaries, and movies. But just like the day to day shit. Like, we never asked for day-to-day shit yeah. for people to pay for equipment or a studio. Like, we had studio time, like, when we used to oh, have to yeah. pay for that shit. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of people ask for because they, they're trying to cover the cost of the thing that they have to but do on honestly, a month-to-month basis. It, you know, to keep a podcast going, to keep a business going, period, you know, it takes resources. It does. And you should be able to tap into your network of friends, family, and supporters. You should. To keep that shit going. I just don't trust it, so I've never done it. Oh, yeah, not to say, you know, you banking on it to, yeah. to make ends meet. Yeah. No, but you should be able to tap into it and say, hey, you know, this is what I need. Yeah. And the people that's really fucking with you going to make sure 
that you get that. But I understand both sides of the bubble. I mean, most people these days are a paycheck or three paychecks away from being homeless themselves. So I understand everybody's going through something. The cost of living is going up. Motherfuckers' paychecks is not. So I understand it. Yeah. Why you look like that? You look like you got something to say. I don't have nothing. You to must say. Do you know something that I don't know? No, I don't have anything. <laughs> you, well, you, you just you said like that? that three paychecks away from being homeless. I'm like, damn. Can they just be on a hard time and not be homeless? No, nah, sometimes that's just the real shit. <sighs> okay. I don't know why. I'm see. What's the next thing? What? Too much dead air. What's no. the next thing? What? I was. You just sitting there staring at me. I didn't have nothing else to say. I was done. I didn't stare at you. But anyways, I didn't want to give a shout out to uh, Champagne and Lipstick by themselves because we do have some other great podcasts. That's they ain't new. No, they not. They we'll new, get to them in a little bit. The motherfuckers can wait. No, but I wanted to talk. They ain't shouting us out. They do shout us out. I'm just being now, an ass, but they can wait. We're going to worry about Champagne and Lipstick right now. I know, but we've already talked about them. We gave them their shot. We told them where they could find them. Nigga, go so, to anyways, the next thing. Quad Podcast. So they did an episode. Well, we were supposed to record this last week, but they did an episode about Aisha Curry. Okay. And you know, everybody been talking about Aisha Curry. Yeah, that's two so weeks they, old now. I know. No, 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 no. So it has some interesting things to say about that. I think people. Are you going to talk long enough for me to smoke? You can do whatever you want to do. But are you going to talk long enough? Yeah, I'm going to talk long enough for that. Go right ahead. So anyways, they had some interesting things to say about Aisha. I think that's the episode you should listen to. But they surprised me today because guess who they had on the the episode for today? Secret Bridgewater. You were so... (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) So yes, they had Secret on there. And I love Secret. So when I saw her on the description, I was I sent it to her and I was like, hey, you didn't even tell me you was going to be on our shit. Like, you know, even though the quiet, they run their own shit. But I thought it was a dope episode. She did her uh, tarot card readings on live. I won't give too much information, but people should definitely tune into that. Why you didn't give it too much? So because I know, people I see, need to listen to the episode to get it because they just we, released it today. In secret. You heard it here first. You will be on season 13 of the Reality Is podcast. I love your sense of humor. Oh, yeah. She was she's like hyped always, from the beginning. But she's always supportive mm-hmm. of anytime I post anything, anytime we do anything. Yeah. She's very supportive. She girl. is a dope PR um, public relations Not person. Not to be funny. Mm-hmm. She reached out to me on Mother's Day. Like The, the way you're cutting me off, I need you to have that same energy on any interview that I'm you ever get on anymore. Interviews. I'm sorry. But if you ever do, I want you to have that same energy. I got okay? you. I have not smoked yet because you have the same energy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> But no, I thought she really made my day on Mother's Day, honestly speaking, because she hit me up first thing in the morning. She was like, hey, happy Mother's Day. And things like that are very simple. But you know me, Mother's Day, I avoid social media. Like I've gotten much better because my mom has been gone for quite some time. But that's still um, it could be a difficult day for me if I I let it. So when she texts me, it just it made me smile Mm -hmm. for one. And then it made me think about for two. I have people that I call my best friends. That, you don't hear shit. that don't even you know acknowledge Mother's Day. Yeah, and that's another thing that uh, Champagne and Lipstick were talking about on their episode, their yeah. first one, is you know sometimes people hold on to oh that's my best friend you know because we've been childhood friends for yeah. a long time and that shit changes. It does, and there's I nothing wrong with friend. it. Like back in the day, I used to be like oh you know so my be- that's my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes that shit changes. Yeah, I haven't had a best friend in a minute. I told you um, one of the guys who used to be on the podcast years ago when we first started. I remember we were out somewhere one day and he was talking to somebody and he was like, yeah, Anthony's my best friend. And in my oh, yeah. head, I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this nigga talking about? I only know you a year and a half. What the fuck? 
how you put yourself in that place? Yeah, but sometimes it happens naturally because it does. I think I'm in a season of like um, finding new friendships. Shout out to Christy. <laughs> I just feel real country right now. You do. You look oh, country I know. too. I feel. It. <laughs> Never mind, I keep that cousin to myself. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. Anyways, yeah, shout out to Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just it's it's a good feeling. Like anytime we hang out, you know, we've made it our thing to hang out. You know, at least once a week or yeah, every two weeks. And then y'all say, "Oh, I'm gonna be home by eight thirty. Then eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, y'all calling. (laughs) Somebody's either drunk or high. (laughs) Motherfuckers need a ride home." I don't need no ride. I'm a Jeep by mine. Yeah, but you, but you still need a ride home. <laughs> but I just know, you know, and this this is how I be knowing but that y'all been drinking and smoking. Wait a minute. People where, on the podcast know we ain't together. We ain't been together almost where you two going years. With this shit? You don't never say nothing inappropriate, but you get real like friendly and lovey, and I'd be like, you'd be like, you're one of the best guys I've ever dated. You know, you're great. These other niggas out here ain't shit. Thanks for being a real man and a real nigga. And I'd be like, when she starts saying nigga and cussing. This motherfucker's drunk. Matter of fact, I'm going to say this. This bitch is drunk. <laughs> and you know what I love about me and your friendship and our relationship, man, is I can call you a bitch and you can call me a nigga and we don't feel no disrespect because we know why we're saying it. You know what I'm saying? And I think, man, you talked a couple weeks ago and I was like, damn, it feel good to say bitch and I feel like I got to take that shit back. Because me and you will be playing and you will be like, nigga, please. And I'll be like, bitch. I'll be like, this bitch. You know, it don't never be like, hey, bitch, come here. Yeah. But it is be like, bitch, like, yeah. nigga, you need to get the fuck out of here with that shit. Exactly. But nah, I, so, damn, I'm officially one of them drunk texters. Oh, yeah. You are a drunk texter. <laughs> you are a drunk t- But like I said Your but shit is appropriate Yeah and it's You know it's coming from the heart Or whatever I don't yeah. say shit I don't mean And I appreciate that And it's the same shit That I would say to you In a more eloquent manner yeah. If I was sober I won't say the person's name But shout out to the lady Who when I posted a picture last week She said hey I took your picture And put it in a woman's group chat And they thought you was A whole snack and a meal She said I a think snack you, and a meal. She said I think you should know that I said well thank you That is yeah. very flattering I'm But sure. one thing I think You know what I, I take compliments well though mm-hmm. I don't get a big head and I don't go out here you trying are, to fuck. You already got a big head. I go do ahead, not. Enough for everybody. No, I do I'm not. I feel, but people don't know me will think that. I know. No, that's I, why I said that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want them to put that. that yeah, about you, I don't want them to put true. that on me. Any woman that's ever been in my DMs that's been on the po- like that for the podcast shit, they can attest if they ever said something, they would be like, even if I shot my shot, or even if I was just talking to him, he's always been nice. He's always been respectable. Mm-hmm. Like I've never hit on anybody in my Instagram uh, DMs. I've never smashed him. I've never got no head from him. Mm. That's an amazing feat. It is. I don't know how much longer that's gonna last, but I mean, it's just yeah, good. I'm sure. But that's you know, <laughs> shit happens. Some of these hoes be bad. I mean, you know what to to talk about. You know what you that, always get some bad ones though. But that's the thing I like though too, and you will acknowledge that. Like when we be hanging out, you be like, yeah, yeah, she you got be do, it. you be like, yeah, you you do a good job. I mean, but I don't see how you do it. But she fine. Yeah. And when you say that, I be like, I be like, man, I could have put. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I I just never want my name out there like that. Like I said, when we did that show uh, last year or earlier this year, when did we do that show with? No, that was last year. Yeah, because that was with Naj, me, Naj, TC, and uh, Frank. That was last year. But even then, like I said, it's not that I haven't done anything, or it's not it's not it's not that I haven't had any whole ass nigga moments. Now I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I've had any whole ass nigga moments in my 
my last couple of years of my 30s. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, my 20s, oh, man. I wasn't a whole ass nigga like to where you would hate me, yeah. but I was a whole ass nigga that's like I would reschedule a date at the last minute or you know some shit like that if I really didn't want to be fucked with or want, didn't want to be bothered or if my mind changed about the person. So I used to do that kind of shit, but you know, it's easy. So I did have a question though since we were talking about the season. I like answer. I like answering questions. I know. Okay, so a while back you were talking about you didn't know how long you were gonna do this or whatever. The so, podcast. So does TRI still have an expiration date for you? I mean, if I'm being honest, being really, really honest, because I'm never going to change my content. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know the goal of the podcast, or not even the goal of the podcast, the goal of my career goals and the things that I want to do. Of course, we have Roberts Media Group. I want the business to continue to flourish. I think we made more money in the first six months this year than we did all the last year, probably. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so that's Woo. a bonus. That's a plus. The listenership. Jesus. Yeah, and the listenership grew 200% this year looking like it'll be 300 Mm -hmm. for the next season so that's great but i do want to do more videography i do want to do i really want to get into like having the business side of shooting short films and documentaries Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people talk about movies like i don't want to do anything that that that's that long and drawn out Mm -hmm. and i want to do things that have passion behind it so my goal is to to possibly do movies you know like short stories or documentaries one day but the end all be all is i am a fan of howard stern and if I had the poss- the option, and I told you my goal is for us to be on Sirius Satellite, mm-hmm. we have to have a half a million listeners to even be able to apply for that. Mm-hmm. But that's my goal, mm-hmm. is to get to 500,000, get on Sirius Satellite, and be the black version of Howard Stern. So, and then that's my goal. Now, what was the question? Does TRI have there you go. an expiration date? I don't want to. So, if I'm being honest, I don't want to do it more than another year or two. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest. But you just said you want to get on series. Yeah, but it won't be the reality is. Because okay. how many times have I set up and talked to you and I've said, hey, I, I really want to go a different direction yeah. with this. And the only reason being is I am so much more mentally and intellectually. Mm-hmm. And people do not know that. Mm-hmm. Because they like the sex stories. They like the funny shit. And yeah. that's great. But it's like. I have a I'm so many layers that people don't understand Mm -hmm. and how many times have I told you I've wanted to quit my job and go back to school to get into a fuck you want to do brain surgery no that's what I used to want to do but I talked about like stem cell research Mm -hmm. that's what it was talking about how to grow another limb and like how to you know longevity of life Mm -hmm. but people don't understand that like I think about all this shit like the reason I want to take a little bit more time off this summer I want to read some of these books I bought Mm mm-hmm that would be a plus that's what i'm saying but and i've told you so many times i feel like at this point in my life especially in my career i am the smartest person in the room Mm -hmm. and this is not arrogance this is just it's just being honest you know i've even with even with my day job i've already i don't want to fuck up our recording but even with the day job i have you know asked them hey can i travel more yeah to get you know to learn more to do more to work with other people because i just feel like being in this space where I don't feel like people can pour into me as much as I need them to be. Mm-hmm. It's draining. You have to get it from elsewhere. Exactly. That's the important part. So I got to talk to you about Denver in July, too. I just uh, got the email back today. Oh, okay, great. Because, yeah, I got to talk to you about that, too. Um, So as far as the reality is, though, like, I still feel Are like... Are you still asking me more questions? Well, I, this is I'm fine with that. back off what oh, you okay. were saying. I still feel like, I get what you're saying about wanting to take it a different direction, but I don't know if you necessarily have to change the name to do that. 
so you you feel like you would actually just have to burn all this down i feel like you just create another show not yeah. to be funny just like game of thrones like the last episode ended yesterday yeah now, okay so what okay so i got a question about that because you die hard whatever yeah uh, I'm still gonna go back and watch it, but everybody. I told you we should start watching from the beginning next week. Yeah, we can. So everybody that I was seeing on social media was like the season or series finale was, was shit. a huge letdown. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a lot of. Because when I asked you last night, I was like, "How was it?" You was like, "It was good." Yeah, so but it, it was good, but okay. it was a it was a letdown because there were a lot of loose ends. Okay. Like Aria, when they asked Aria what Don't she was tell gonna me do, because I yeah, I still want to watch it. Okay. But it was a lot of loose ends. It okay. was like Arya didn't know. Like, she said what she wanted to do, but mm-hmm. they didn't show, like, a destination. Oh, okay. Uh, Jon Snow, I think they kind of gave him a good closing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sansa Stark, I think they gave her a good closing. We already knew what happened to Cersei and Jaime. Tyrion, his was un- left undone. Um, I forgot his name, but the leader of the Unsullied, he was... He didn't. They didn't show an end for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drogon never came back. The dragon, you know, even. So did they leave it that way because they're gonna do more serious? Like, how the fuck would series? I know? I don't know the producers. No, I'm just editor. saying because from you my know, thought y'all process, talk. honestly, like, from my told, thought process, I don't know. But I did tell somebody the way they left it, mm-hmm. they could do a spinoff and do something else. Yeah, but it wouldn't be about the Iron Throne because that was. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you once you watch it, you'll see why. Okay. It won't be about the throne no more. I think it'll be it would be about something else. But with that, I don't know what that something else would be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like leave it where it is. But yeah. I think people were just so let down because I feel like what happened with the Game of Thrones is the last episode probably should have been last week. Mm-hmm. It was almost like the devastation and all the war happened. They should have just ended it with a victory and just let people be like, all right, well, who's gonna do what? Yeah. But people would have been like, oh, we want to know who's on the Iron Throne. Exactly. So the person who was left Iron Throne, nobody expected it to be that person. But like Tyrion Lannister, mm-hmm. without telling you, I agree with Tyrion in, in his response and his rebuttal as to why he felt like Bran should have been the person sitting on the throne. Okay, well, I'm excited to go back and watch it. I feel good. Like yesterday we watched an old school movie that I had never What did we watch? Sugar Hill. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about A lot of people probably haven't watched Sugar Hill. To me, it's a staple because Wesley well, Snipes and in that scene. a lot of older movies just yeah. because, you know, I grew up sheltered. And then going back to try to figure out what movies, like, I really had at the time. So you so used me for I that. when I met you, you were, you I'm know, your movie, movie Rolodex. Bug. So we. I had, like, a gang of movies in the bo- I boxes. Them. You gave them to me. I'm a collector, though. I could easily become a exactly. hoarder. But well, I'm yeah, is. but I'm a collector. <laughs> for the things that you want, because you get rid of, you throw everything else away. But I still need draws want. now for throwing shit away. A couple weeks ago, yeah, I threw the wrong bag away. Yeah, and I just been like watching, yeah, mm-hmm. three, four pair of draws, and sometimes free balling like now. This dick ain't free. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, so, anyways, I felt good like going back. So people were like, "Oh, well, why would you go back and watch Game of Thrones after it's all over and every like?" I literally avoided social media because yeah. I didn't want to see spoilers. Yeah. And I said that I was gonna start watching it after we went to the watch party. Yeah. And that was the first time I was able to watch a full episode without falling asleep. But they gave you more action, and you watched the last season, so they gave you more action throughout. Yeah. Because it's the last season, you're yeah. gonna get sleepy. I know, but that was why I didn't watch it with you in the yeah, beginning. But the I thing, the thing, I, yeah, and the thing I tell people, it's about an hour long each show, but it doesn't give you action until the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. So everything is about the story, and then they give you snippets because, like, you you saw the White Walkers, yeah, and you saw the like the Ice P, the Ice King and shit. Yeah. You saw one of those episodes. I think they first showed them in like season three, and they didn't come back again until season six, no. and then they didn't show you what they really were until this season. All right. 
I might just watch the rest of this season. <laughs> so that's why I say it's going to drag. I mean, they're going to show you individual wars and things that people had to beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was actually watching, um, speaking of Game of Thrones, Sir Gregor. Mm-hmm. He's the ugly, big-ass giant that was yeah. the protector of Cersei. I watched a documentary um, on E60 this Sunday. Yeah. And I forgot his I can't pronounce his name even if I remembered it. It's a, a Norwegian, like a Norwegian name. But he... When he when he was talking, he talked about his story and everything, and he too had Bell's palsy, and we both got it around the same time. But when I was looking at his face, he didn't recover well from it. Mm-hmm. Like his face is still kind of distorted. Yeah. And it made me think about. I literally was watching that documentary, and I was like, "Yo, whatever God I believe in, thank you, mm-hmm. because Lord knows that oh, my face would." Whatever God you don't believe in, it's exactly. all fit to bless you. To bless me, because not to be funny, like had my face been stuck oh, like it was, yo. In your mind That's what I'm saying like, yeah. I'd have been fucked in life Yeah I know But what I'm saying I mean, You probably would have kept mind, dating my ass But anybody trying have, to date No Igor looking motherfucker but I would have Because I believe If you love and care For somebody like yeah, And you knew me before then too Yeah and you knew like, me I'm before then dump somebody Just because they I know think, that Yeah and I knew you before then. Yeah. But like, I, and I mean, I'm pretty sure it was other women that would have because it wasn't whatever, but it wasn't like just terrible, but it was enough to, I think it was more so that the thing that got me is when I smiled, that's when I looked crazy. Yeah. It's like, if I was just being normal, nobody could tell. Mm-hmm. But I laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and I wrote a poem and when I was, was going so through that. I was it. so self-conscious about it. So for me, it was like, I, I wrote a poem at that time. I wrote a post on Facebook and I was like, Something about you won't steal my smile. Mm-hmm. Sounds cheesy now, but it was like I was depressed. Oh, and I yeah. was looking for any kind of outlet to get past that shit. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, yo, like the most fucked up part was I love to smile and to smile and look and feel like a monster mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that with him, I was like, damn. Yeah. And I was I was proud of him because he did an E60 interview where millions of people are going to watch this shit and see this shit. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, it's unfortunate, but your life has to go It on. has like, to. Like, you can't just sit on the couch and be like, oh, I'm never going to do anything again because my face is not the same. Put me in the game, coach. Yeah. Put me in the motherfucking yeah. game. Teach me the motherfucking game, ghost. I'm ready for that to come back. Uh, and, I, and honestly. I'm excited about the summer off because I feel like we're going to be able to go network. We're going to be able to do more things. We're yeah. traveling. Um, catch up on some yeah. shows. I need like, to, ne- as simple I need as to it network sound, better. Yeah. But we both like we work all day. Like we get off. We come home, like I'm always going to meetings, mm-hmm. doing all this other shit. I'm always working on videos kids, like, and editing shit. Yes, yeah, so I need a fucking it becomes, break. Like um, it's very time consuming. It's gonna be hard though, because I know after about a couple of weeks, I'm gonna be like, okay. What I know you are. That's do? why I said I've but, already prepared for a yeah. couple of bonus episodes here and there. Yeah. And it's crazy because also I wanted to point out this is the first season where. I think our season kind of feels undone, like because yeah, we still does. have guests that are like, "Hey, can we get on a podcast? Can we schedule something?" Yeah, and I'm like, uh, nah, "Me and the guy right get, now. now we got to set something up for Geechee because he hit me up the other day and he was like, "Yo, when are we gonna do the podcast?" Okay, so that's and your I, first bonus episode. Yeah, and I told him I said, "Well, I'm doing a lot of traveling." I was like, "But let's look at trying to get it in, you know, by the end of June." Yeah, I would like to actually go back to DC and sit in studio with Geechee. Oh hell yeah! You know, I'm always well. I wasn't invited, but. <laughs> I love a good trip to D.C. Um, <clears throat> Please clear your throat. <laughs> but anyways, I, I think it feels undone. Like I said, I got an email today mm-hmm. from an author. And she had reached out to me earlier in the year. Yeah. But her book doesn't come out until the end of June. Yeah. And so, of course, she wanted to time the interview, like, right around the time that the book comes out. So, yeah. I'm like, oh. And what are some things? We, we also want to hear from you guys. You can email us at info at the reality is. That's T H A. Info at the reality is.com. But I would like to hear 
from some of the listeners like what you guys would like to hear us talking about i want to try to do more like listener engagement things via social media you know putting up videos and shit like that if you guys would like us to i'm not really big on like chatting through social media but if you guys would like to jump on one of those little video chats and ask us questions I think that would be pretty interesting mm-hmm. coming from a I'm motherfucker sure who's going to shoot the shit straight. Now, I just hope don't no woman ever come on there and be like, do you think I'm attractive? Because if you a five, I'm telling you, you a five. I feel like that's what you're opening yourself up to. That's okay. <laughs> it's going to be entertaining for the people who watching the shit. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure going to be honest. I'm sure it will. And don't say no shit that won't sit right with me because you will hear it. Oh, my God. Okay. I think this is going to be good. I think I should do that without even people telling me. Yeah, you should do that on the break. Maybe work on that. But during the break, you should. You guys will get more videos. Um, we planning on picking back up on the documentary thing. It was postponed because we switched videographers and stuff, so we still have that going on. But we're going to try to get you guys some um, videos and yeah. content. And like I said, if you guys yeah. send us emails and send us questions, we'll do video answering those questions. And we're going to be working on our uh, platform to put out um, promotional and uh, coaching Training. shit for yes. podcasts and media and radio. But I was also going to say you'll have the other Roberts Media Group podcast to hold you over. That's right. So we get back. Yeah, so check out The Quad. Yes. Check out you know, you cut me Champagne and Lipstick. Because we didn't record. I know the you whole know? Aisha Curry thing is yeah. like weeks old now. Check out Shade Versations. <laughs> More in Dallas. Yeah, shout out to him. He he's actually not recording right now. He doesn't have any new content. Mm-hmm. But um, he did recently launch a a group called You in Dallas. And I heard that and, shit popping. Yeah, I heard it's popping off. And I heard, I heard motherfuckers is fucking already. Well, I heard that's where you need to be if you are in Dallas and you're looking to connect with other like-minded individuals who want to fuck. I'm just saying, people come to me and they was like, "You been in this group? Niggas is knocking these hoes down." I'm oh like. My God. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's promotional or feel, come to Dallas what? or come really get this pussy like in Dallas. It doesn't take much to knock these hoes down these days. Well, I'm just saying. That's what I heard. <laughs> I didn't even know nothing about it. And then when we talked to, you know, Fun, Fun told us like some professional stuff about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if this is Freak Nick. Or... No, I think it, it encompasses a little bit of everything. Okay. Because somebody was asking me, and yeah. I was like, I don't need to and be I in that. I don't need no, no parts of that. Because if you need like business referrals, you know, yeah. everybody's trying to get their entrepreneur thing going. So it's yeah. like you have a mix of that. You do have a mix of the singles that's looking, you know, yeah. to hook up or whatever. And then you had the people that want to go out, you know. Don't let these women be your downfall. I have to keep telling myself it's I'm summer. 30. I keep to, I have to keep telling myself Ooh. I'm about to be 37 years old. And the reason I say that is because. I'm talking to you motherfuckers who 32 to 40. I know y'all, if y'all like me, y'all don't look like it. You don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. But motherfucker, you are. Yeah. So don't be the old head nigga out here talking to these young hoes, looking like a fool, dress your motherfucking age, or dress appropriate. Yeah. Like, I have to, and I'm saying that because I have to tell myself that, because I'm like, what am I supposed to be wearing? What You know, because you ain't trying to be, I'm about to be 37, I ain't trying to be out here looking like no young nigga. But also, I think you have to go on how you feel, too, because you I've do. had that debate with myself, you know, especially being a mom, it's like, there are certain things that I want to wear, yeah. but I don't wear because I feel guilty because I am somebody's mom. Mm-hmm. But I'm still young, you know, I'm yeah. still in reasonably good shape, yeah. so I feel like I should be able to wear certain things, but I don't. No, be a whore no i ain't trying to be no whore <laughs> but <laughs> but i feel like don't I, be a whore. I shouldn't be resigned to just you know look wholesome all the time no um and so anyways i'm working on that so what is it for a man like what if i don't want to look wholesome what do i got to do show my arms and 
Well, I think you already do that. No. Nah. your arms, well, you know, your arms and your shoulders going to pop. No, but I'm talking anyway. about like wearing like tank tops and shit. I'm oh, not, yeah, don't wear no tank tops. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hate those when, days are gone. That's what I'm saying. I hate when niggas be doing it. I'm like, why is this yeah, nigga got it, on this Target time, tank top? Yeah, nigga, you are you going like to the community trying. pool? You look like you're Like, why do you have that shirt on? But I don't know about you. Yesterday when we were out, uh, I really it sunk in that this summer is going to be a problem. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, these them, them girls yeah. is out. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Them shout shouts on and see through and the sundresses and everything else. And, and this building like, has a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> they say winter's coming, summer's coming. <laughs> but the thing about it is, I've always been low key in the summer. Like I ain't never been one of them niggas who like let me go get my car cleaned up and let me go stunt all summer long and see how many bitches I can get. Now it's just kind of like if certain things fall in my lap, then that depends. But like. I've never been the one that's like, yeah, let me go to a day party. She I hate day, but I hate day parties. Like, I'm not the dude that's gonna go be like, oh, a day party popping off. Like, you would never yeah. catch me at an all white day party. I, gotta go. I don't know why all white has always just been whack to me. Even when I was 18, and people be like, all white party. I'm like, I think anytime somebody tells you what to wear, that just to, a to party me that sounds like old man shit to yes. me. When somebody say all white, nigga, be like, I'm put on my linen pants. <laughs> like, what you gonna you gonna put on some tidy whitey too, nigga? No. That ain't no, for me. No, no. All white parties is to signify you getting old and you just trying to look like you're doing something. For me, I only rock with the summer during the month of June. Gemini season is upon us, effective tomorrow. Do you want to rap too, nigga? Gemini season is upon us. No, it is. I was just saying. You're doing all these hand tomorrow. motions. Whatever. You want me to so, beatbox for you? What? You know what? Don't hate. But I rock with the summer during the month of June. After that, it's, it's usually like hella hot. I don't want to go outside because it's why too I don't hot. Do, yeah, it's too hot and in then Texas, man. I'm ready for fall and winter because those are my favorite, you know. Seasons. I can't do no day party neither because, like, I'm a sweat. Anything I fucking wear, I'm sweating That's it the fuck out. That's why you typically wear all black in the summer. I know. But, and then people weren't out. No, I sweat my whole back out. <laughs> I let me wear a fuchsia or, like, a purple shirt. Yeah, man. but the colors look good on the dark skin. Yeah, but then I sweat that bitch out and I look like I'm, yeah, No. <laughs> That's why I don't go out into the nighttime. I don't eat on patios. And you are so, like, you just have OCD. Because I think yesterday I do we have were o- at the table. Yeah, I do have OCD. And you had on your all black. And then you put the little uh, napkin. napkin across your lap. And it had so much lint on your shorts. You was about to lose your mind. Mama was like, you want to take a picture? I was like, do I look like I want to take a picture? You see all this white shit on my shirt? No. <laughs> you asked her, you got a lip brush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I'm an anal man. I can't. You are. I can't it's help so it. It's so funny because half the time you be worried about something that don't even, like, it doesn't matter. I feel fat half the time. For no reason. I don't you know. You have body just, dysmorphia. I don't know. It's, that kicked in later in life. I don't know where that shit came from. But, like, I literally be feeling like, yo, damn, I feel like a fat ass. That's a result from the Bell's palsy, though. That do, Yeah. Now, not to be funny, the Bell's palsy did take me back a spell. Yeah. So, I ain't got shit else to talk about. What you got? I got nothing. I mean, cheers for the break. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. 55 minutes. I I keep looking at this clock because I'm like, I know people like hearing us talk, but I'm over it. I'm just enjoy this motherfucking break. You been talking. I'm enjoy this break, but I do appreciate everybody who listens. And uh, if you ain't got nothing to say, y'all know the rest. Cue the music. I started to say something real stupid. I don't got nothing to say. I'm just like Why are you still holding the mic though? Because <laughs> I ain't at the mic stand And I got it in my hand Maybe people just want to hear yeah, us Just like sit here somebody gonna come and take them I do, I wish 
I am getting to that point where I'm like, you know what? That's something somebody told me a while back too. They said, yo, bro, you're going to get tired of doing this shit. Like the editing, yeah. the creating, and like it's to and that I point feel like I'm tired. you trying to rope me into that shit now but, that I'm but, actually on the podcast. But I haven't released, I haven't relinquished this duty to anybody else. Nobody trustworthy. But that's what I'm saying. I don't trust anybody to get it out on time, and I don't trust anybody to actually put the effort into it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it could be done. We just got to. You know, really look into getting that done. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm out of here. Artesia, I do appreciate you for doing this season. This is our first season of doing 20 episodes. Are we doing 20 next season? This is not our first season. All all seasons have 20 episodes. No, I know, but this is our actual first season. We didn't roll over into the seasons until we got that option to do so. Oh, you this mean, is the oh, first okay, time where we you. were like, hey, episode, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's in season, you know, 12. I got you. So, yeah. Yeah, but this may be. You know what? I'm. I'll let y'all know as the time get closer. But this could be the last season for the reality is. Mm-hmm. I can feel it though. I, I'm. I, I hate saying it. Mm-hmm. But that's why it took so long for this episode that's why to I even to be ask created. The question, because yeah, yeah, I can feel it. You um, feel it from you or from me? I feel it on both parts. Because I'm literally I like, feel like we are both in this. Um, I guess in a state of transitioning, like yeah. evolving to the next level. Yeah. And I feel like we're both like shedding things that we that have become routine to us. Yeah. Because neither one of us like routines anyway. Not at all. But especially like in terms of what we're putting for it, like putting our energy into. Yeah. So. Like I want to build a business and I want to build a brand. And I feel like I'm not saying that I'll never do podcasting again. But what I will say is if I do it again, it's going to be a. I mean, I can still do this. Maybe I'll just take one year break. And just do some, you know, do other or shit. Or you like some people, you know, drop an episode a month or something. That's whack. People be, because <laughs> not to be funny, not being arrogant, when we drop our episodes and we drop multiple ones, people be feeding for that shit. Oh, yeah. And then not to be funny, doing these seasons is hard because we used to actually go back and do, remember I, when I would do it before, I used to drop like 10 episodes in a, in a month. Yeah, that's that was crazy. So to go back to four, like even when we dropped to four, people was like, yo, when y'all gonna put out some more? Y'all yeah. should do something every day. And I'm like, bro, you don't know the work yeah. that goes behind yeah. this. I'm good. I'm but I am looking forward to, you know what? This may be our final ep- our final season. Like I said, maybe the reality is we'll come back. Maybe we'll take a one-year hiatus. But in that one year, if I take a year off from it, I literally plan on my presence being bigger um, on doing panels and traveling and speaking, but also pouring into the podcasts that are under us, Mm -hmm. maybe coaching them, maybe being on their shows, maybe helping them out, maybe even taking that time off to just go be on other people's shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just taking a break from all the rigmarole and the everyday shit, because for me, like this shit is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting with everything else that we have coming up and everything else that we're trying to do. Yeah. So... And I don't know, you know, I want some kids soon, probably. Yeah. So I need to start thinking, I like moving and saving more money to do certain things. I was telling my mom the other day, I was like, my life is literally changing. Mm -hmm. And I need to do as much as I can while I have no wife, no girlfriend, no kids. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on, man. But I do appreciate you for everything. Thank you for doing this season with me. I know you were nervous on interviews, but you did do a good job. And I am pretty good at editing, so nobody even knew when you dropped the ball on the interviews. <laughs> well, thank you. So for I think you're good. My ass. No, but for real, I do appreciate everything you do, man. I know I said a lot of times, you know, when I speak on panels, and I said a lot of times um, on the podcast, you know, I always let people know that the podcast probably would have ended a long go, long time ago, mm-hmm. you know, had it not been for you, you know, between. Uh, host you know falling by the wayside or yeah. guest canceling or you know putting energy elsewhere with other people and things just going wrong like it could have been 
gone a long time ago yeah. you know and it's still here because of you it's still here because of the listeners because the listeners you know you guys sending emails and and sending um messages in the dm saying yo hey mm -hmm. you got to subscribe for life or you know hey that sex episode made me look at myself or hey you talking about masturbation or religion or politics or mm -hmm. that person talking about suicide or somebody talking about mental health yeah. or somebody talking about being broke or getting somebody like cat tat talking about being broke mm -hmm. or having you know just all these things and all these people and people hearing these people and people who know us feeling yeah. like they know the people that we interviewed through the connection yeah it affirms that we're pretty much all the same we share some common struggles exactly yep so, so i appreciate that and man. also you can't sell yourself short because the podcast wouldn't be where it is today without the face and the host because yeah. you make the shit what it is because like i told you before if it was left to me um it would be a lot of dead air and it would not be good <laughs> So I'm a, good, I'm a good filler. Like, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody got, everybody, got, everybody got their role, man. <laughs> everybody got their role. But you motherfuckers in season 13, I think we're going to have a great season. I'm not going to be so nice in season 13, though. Like, if I feel like you've wronged me, I'm going to tell you. Oh, Lord. That's never been a problem. I know, but I you think. You know what? I, I did that the other day, too. What? And I felt so good. Because not necessarily. Well, We're going to end it in a little bit, y'all, yeah. but go ahead. I ain't even going to take that back. But I was posting about Champagne and Lipstick, like our new podcast. Oh, yeah, I know where you're going that, And I was just yeah. sitting there thinking to myself, and I literally tweeted, and I was just like, you know, under Robert's Needy Group, I was just like, let's be real. You know, we lost one podcast, we did. but we got another one that's actually in line with the vision. Yeah. So, like, you know, your homie, Jason. Jason, he's like, all wins, no loss. Yeah. Like, and it felt good to say that because that's honestly how I feel. Jay Hui. A lot of times I'm like, you know, oh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to take yeah. the high road. I'm not going to say anything. But sometimes some shit does, does need to be said. It does. Because people need to know. Like, like I said a long time ago. Yep. And like I said a long time ago, how do awful people, how will awful people ever know they're awful if you never tell them motherfuckers exactly. that they're awful? And no matter how you try to paint it, it was still fucked up. It's, yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, people are entitled to do what they want to do. Yeah. But just call it what it is. Loyalty is, uh, one thing I've learned is loyalty is hard to find. It is. Um, I know, I think we give niggas a lot of passes when we be like, oh, maybe people just don't do business. No, they're snakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, some niggas are just snakes. Some niggas know that they doing wrong. Some niggas know that they jealous. Some niggas know that they envious. Some niggas know that they hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never been a hater, but I've had a hate state of mind at a point where I've we've all looked at something and questioned how they got that and I don't. Mm -hmm. That's a little hate. Yeah. Because you should never question someone else's success because you don't know what they did to get to that oh, point. Yeah. And even though it looks successful does not mean it is successful. Mm -hmm. So I had to get that out of my heart. So all the other haters out there, if you've been a hater and in any kind of way, get it out of your heart. I love everybody. I want everybody to win. I want black people to do better at supporting each other. I want white people to do better at, you know, uh, having an open mind stay in fucking lane. and stay in the fucking your lane and minding your goddamn business and quit biting. God damn it. Yeah. And on that note, where are we out of here? I'm not racist either. I just thought I told you. I have I have white friends. <laughs> you know? Uh, shout out to my new white friend. Oh, you do have a white friend. <laughs> hey, Whitey. Oh, my God. No, I'm just playing. And it's, it's crazy because, like I told you, on a we ain't never episodes. ending this motherfucker. Go ahead. Listen, I'm listening. First of all, I done got on this couch and I'm sitting back and I'm like. If we put the mics lean. down, we'll be okay. Because this is a part of, like, this is how we talk on a regular. It is. So We just let like, people in. I went out the other night. Yeah. You know, drinks were being served. Uh -huh. And it wasn't even about the drinks, honestly. Okay. Because at this point, I wasn't even tipsy. 
but we were having a group conversation mm-hmm. about dating and relationships and it's so crazy because i hit you up and i was like i remember one time this guy told me that dating me was almost the equivalent of dating a white girl but still staying within you know his own race yeah and i felt insulted are you gonna talk long enough for me to smoke yeah okay thank you i felt insulted at this time because i was just like how dare you compare me to a white woman i'm a black woman <laughs> whatever whatever so when i met the girl <laughs> whatever uh anyways so <laughs> when i met the girl and we was in this group talking about dating relationships and how we viewed it and we were in a group with other you know black women and it was crazy because me and a white girl was literally finishing each other's sentences, like on our views and how, you know, we feel like you can't look to one person mm-hmm. to just be everything for you. Yeah. You're setting yourself up for failure. So oh, yeah. And so forth, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it was crazy because I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I have been like this year. I have been a little bit too hard yeah. on white on people as a whole. Oh, OK. White people. Yeah, white people as a whole. Because honestly, we are, you know, there are some things that we have in common. Yeah. And this is with good the white right folks type of white person. Right? It's just hard to find that in Dallas. Exactly. Yeah. But she was even saying, she was like, I don't even date white men because they all look the same. They and do. I just bust out laughing because I was like, I was wondering if y'all noticed that shit. Because mm-hmm. they all, all look like dressed they out of, the same. Out of J. Crew haircut, magazine. Yep. Everything. Same shoes, they talk socks. The same, talk the same. They walk tell the same. same stale ass jokes. Same. They laugh the same. Drive the same cars. <laughs> wear the so, same watches. So Everything is tan, blue, or beige. Anyways, that was like a little aha moment for me personally because I was like, you know what? Here I am laughing, talking, sharing the same as like viewpoints mm-hmm. with this white girl, mm-hmm. and it ain't no beef. Ain't no beef until she walk in with a black man. Oh Jesus! Then no, the bell if, rings. If that occurred organically, playing. that's fine with me. I told you I've never. But had nobody a never with that. knows if it occurs organically. No, you if you don't tell. know the person, you can tell. You do. You kind of can tell. Chasing after these white women like they the best thing walking, yeah. and that shit is. Disgusting. I still need to watch that um, Jay uh, Jay Carmichael home videos where you know he that question he posed it to his family members where he was like, well, "So what if I brought a white woman home?" Oh yeah. So that's something you guys should definitely watch too. Um, that, before we get up out of here, no, nah, we ain't gonna even do that. I'm getting up out of here. Like Fuck that faster. shit. Before yeah. we go, before we get up out of here, I was about to talk about that Monique thing. I didn't know how true it was because I haven't looked at it about Monique saying that. I don't know how true it is. I just saw it on social media. Social media could lie. Mm-hmm. But it was saying Monique was like, sisters should let your men have a side chick. No, she said, um, they said, she said, you should let our black kings have a side chick. Yeah. And the person that said it was a vlogger, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she attended one of her like comedy shows or whatever. And she said that she had a problem with it because she noticed that whenever she would refer to black women, it was bitch this, bitch that, bitch, you know, whatever. Uh, but when she referred to black men, it was always, you know, my kings and all this other stuff. So, I mean, I think people can be saying, too technical, though, yeah, man. Like, come on, man. she was saying that um, she was telling the crowd that, you know, that y'all need to be catered to and yeah. all this other stuff like that. We do need to be catered to, God damn it. No, and I the thing mean, about I it agree. is, not even to get... But as uh, long as it's a two-way street. As long as it's a two-way it street. But black men are being forgotten about. A lot of people be like, oh, yeah, niggas, y'all getting all these white girls and y'all getting this and y'all getting that. But that's not like that for every fucking black dude mm-hmm. because you hear so many women talking about hoe-ass niggas and niggas that ain't shit. Mm-hmm. They putting that on everybody. That's like that name goes on every fucking black man until you prove that you're not just like the name goes on every fucking black woman for certain shit that doesn't apply to all of you us. see what you just did that's how it always happens 
a black man will talk about something that's bothering him. Well, I'm just and if, saying, and I'm not no, no, I'm not saying it is, if but I'm not, and I'm not saying you're wrong. With each other is who got it worse and why this, as shit opposed to just kept. fixing the shit exactly. together. We don't, and that's what I was gonna say. I wasn't about to say you were wrong yeah. for what you're doing, but that's what happens. Yeah. Because if a black man is like, yeah, it's hard on me at work. I got this, you know, white people oh. this, white people that. Then you'll have a black woman be like, what you think? We only make it some so sin on the yeah. dollar and da da da. And it's like, well, goddamn, can can we talk about me first? Yeah. And then we get to your like Stephen A. Smith. Can we talk about me first and then get to <laughs> your feelings? So it's crazy that you said that because literally I have been having this discussion with friends for quite some time. Yeah. And I had posed the question to a few of them and I was like who do you feel like has it worse you know the black man or the black woman yeah we've had the discussion before and I've always said the black man yeah one of my uh friends you know he has worked in HR or whatever and he was telling me that he definitely feels like when it comes to corporate America black men are at the bottom Mm -hmm. because they will you know companies will hire black men just to meet the quota but have no intention on keeping them around or promoting them yes whereas a black woman can get in and she'll you know have longevity within the company and, and the re- be able to move up. And I've heard and I've heard that and I and and I'll let you, uh, sorry to interject, but I'm gonna interject. But uh because you it know people sound exactly <laughs> so but like one of my homeboys said he was like he feels like black women get paid more, have the opportunity to get paid more because black women are not gonna get a job and then go get a man and then, you know, start a family like a black man meaning like if i had like right now not to be funny if i had three hundred thousand dollars i probably already have a wife and a kid mm-hmm. part of the reason why i haven't really started a family is i don't feel like i make adequate enough money for myself mm-hmm. to take care of a family mm-hmm. and yeah i would like my girl and my wife to work if i got with somebody but if mm-hmm. she gets pregnant i want to take care of that mm-hmm. if she decides you know what this job doesn't work for me mm-hmm. and she wants to take six months off or a year off i want to be able to provide for her to do that to figure out what the fuck it is that she does. And I can't do that right yeah, now. Yeah, and I think, but also, and that's great that you want to do that, but I also think a lot of men put themselves in distress. We do. Because they have this idea of, oh, I want to be able to do this. And a lot of times, because I can tell you right now, when I was pregnant, like, I wanted to work. Yeah. Because it made, you know, I didn't want to just feel like my life was going to become all about my kids. Yeah. So even when I had the opportunity to stay at home, I didn't stay at home. Yeah. Because that's not what I wanted. But a lot of men will go, go, like, go out and get two, three jobs saying that they want to support their family, but you're killing yourself well, in the process. Well, well uh, no, I didn't say that. I said no, I wanted to make 300000 or five. do that. Yeah, they're idiots. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go work three or four jobs. Uh, the one thing I don't want to do is have a family and have a kid, and I have to start wearing white T-shirt and jeans, <laughs> and my kid get all the clothes. I ain't about that life. I'm a selfish motherfucker. So I'll be goddamn if I'm gonna bring a kid in this world for this nigga to get my life and me to get the hobo's life, but work every goddamn day. That's not happening. So I was just using that as an example because a lot of men put themselves in distress trying to We uh, do. We do something that they feel like they have to do yeah. as a man. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the case. And some of us have even put ourselves in financial situations. Now, this is what I want to talk about what, 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 with me saying that. I feel like the podcast picked up. Who, gives a, sh- was who gives a shit? They, they probably still listening. It's fine. If they not, it's fine. They'll come back to it. Now, you talked about something on Instagram. You were talking about you and one of your homeboys where somebody said if they didn't have money about somebody getting invited oh, over the, yeah, I wanted you to yeah. ask and talk that about today. that because you said you've been through that or you had oh, that yeah, situation that in real life that's the only reason why I reposted it because when I read it I was like oh shit that happened to me so someone posted they was like ladies would you uh what would you do if a guy come on with that elementary this? reading huh 
Come on with that elementary read. The dog said that is not how he, I found it. He I was, was to pull gonna it up real quick. The dog had one bone, one ball. Are you really trying to clown me? One, After just, you done gave me some accolades, you trying to clown me? I just said your reading guy got, got real elementary. I know because I was trying to pull it up. Right the dog. <laughs> okay, he got one bone. <laughs> leave me alone. One ball. <laughs> okay. Ladies, what would you do if a guy sends you this the day before y'all first date? And the text message just says, I honestly rather cook for you and chill here. I'm broke right now. If I go out tonight, it'll hurt me in the long run tomorrow. If that's cool, let me know what you have a taste for so I can get on it. And so I was just like, you know, this happens to me. In I wouldn't say broke. Like, Everything else is fine. But when you say broke, this is how a girl. No, girl this is how. Let me read it. This I is how. Said, let me read it though. This is how a girl would read that. When you, when, because you have you broke, because you have broke in there. <laughs> I honestly, hey, I honestly would rather cook for you and chill here. I'm broke right now. <laughs> if I go out tonight, I as soon as you read, I broke right now. They come like it's gonna change. Hey, I honestly rather cook for you and chill here. I'm broke right now. If I go out, though, it'll hurt me in the long run tomorrow. What kind of job this nigga got? He a garbage man? <laughs> but no, I said I, that happened to me in real life. And I still went on a date. The yeah. food was hidden. Yeah. So you know me. I love to eat. As long as the food what, what is did, What would y'all eat? <laughs> First of all, how old were you? <laughs> how old were you? Because okay, this, so this matters. Minute. You know I love a good breakfast. How old are you? How, how old, old were you? How old was I? I was young. I don't remember how old I was. Okay. I was what did y'all eat? So I wanted breakfast food. Mm -hmm. At and nighttime? Yeah. Okay. So he made me a bomb ass breakfast. Like the shit was consist good. Of, huh? I think you keep avoiding. Like, first of all, I'm kinda like Martin. Did you see that nigga cook that? Did he cook that food? Yeah, I was in it like I was there. Like we went to the but store. I don't together. know. I wish it was a crowd here right now because I would be saying, Y'all see how she's avoiding what did the nigga cook? What did the nigga cook? No. <laughs> I wanted some I wanted some pancakes, some eggs, some bacon. And it was and But did you had, get that? Yeah. And what else? <laughs> and we had some uh, mimosas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty dope. Great value orange juice. <laughs> I'm not judging this man. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just being a I'm not judging this man. I'm just messing but with you. But I feel How like long did it last? Five years. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, call the crap in my stomach. Woo. That's a good inside joke. Oh, my God. Man. Okay. Uh -huh. okay, so, oh, I just had to say, we was together for six years. Let's just get that correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. So, anyways, um, I did it, but the thing, you know what? And th that was the moment. Okay. <clears throat> that was the moment for me. Mm -hmm. Because when I first met him, you know, this was back in my heyday. Yeah. Um, Whatever that means. Like, that was back just, when I was just go super, ahead. like, just, just go ahead. couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Okay. And so when he, when he initially said it to me mm -hmm. or whatever, I was like, well, in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to do this. But mm -hmm. I still did it. Did y'all fuck that night? Hell no. Okay. I feel say Maybe he was trying to get some pussy. I don't know. No. And see, that was the thing. Like, I picked up good energy from him yeah. so i didn't feel like i was in that space now i wouldn't say that i would do that now yeah because i've had offers people were like oh come over and i'll cook for you no yeah. i'm not getting myself in that situation yeah so i it's just about the energy that i got from him i always wonder what it's like being a woman 
like going to a nigga's house because I know women be looking at niggas' dicks. I know they be watching them to see, okay, is this nigga getting aroused? Yeah. Like with a conversation. So I just wonder what it's like being a woman go- for for the first time going over to a nigga house because I yeah. like to play different perspectives. So it's like I you go to a nigga house, house and you walk in and nervous. you chill and you looking around and you like, okay, mm-hmm. what is he doing? What does it smell like? Did he put something in my drink? Because yeah. you don't really know a nigga. I didn't so know. So you have to expect. trust a motherfucker. And then I wonder what it feels like to a woman if a nigga sitting over there or he gets close and he gets hard. Or let's just say he makes you comfortable enough mm-hmm. and you lay under and you lay under him and he makes you comfortable no- enough and you lay yeah. under him and you're watching TV and then when you lay under him you have to at some point if he gets hard if he has anything yeah. you're gonna feel it yeah. so I'm like what does it feel like for a woman to lay there and it brushes the nigga elbow because I'm gonna tell you what a nigga thinks if a girl brushes a nigga's dick and feels any part of his dick yeah. he feels like in his mind some niggas yeah. will feel like in their mind okay is she, she gonna actually yeah. is she gonna go ahead and touch it with yeah. a hand cause the elbow ain't nothing that yeah. could just be a brush but when you feel it you may think okay she may be intrigued to touch this motherfucker since she felt something yeah. and if your hands go on that motherfucker some men think it's go time but some women still feel like I'm just trying to fill out the package exactly and that's what that's what happened when I came to your house what happened because <laughs> the scariest part for me is um, if I go to a guy's house mm-hmm. and I actually feel comfortable I say you didn't touch my dick the first time no we but I felt it like the first time I ever okay. yeah. I don't even remember yeah so anyways uh, that's the scariest part to me is being comfortable enough to have that because you know me I don't cozy up to any and everybody yeah. so when that happens like I automatically know okay you yeah, yeah you're feeling some kind of way about this person so well but yeah a Matt. lot of women on the post, they said, and a lot of women responded, they said that they would go on a date yeah. because they respect the honesty. And yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Like, I would rather you be honest with me and tell me that niggas you have, I don't put have my, I know I don't put myself in positions. Here. I'm yeah, like, shit, I should have. out here stunting woo, like you had Well, it. I didn't think, for me now, that's the thing. I didn't look at it as stunting when I did it because if I ever go out with somebody or ask somebody to go out, I really like them. Mm-hmm. So it's been times where I may have had like four, five, you know, whatever I got in the bank. Mm-hmm. And then after bills and some unexpected shit you'd be like shit my budget is blown yeah. to do the extra shit and that was exactly what the what the guy told me he was like and hey, yes i'm on a budget god damn yeah, it yeah everybody should be on a budget but that was what the guy told me he was like hey because we had made the plans earlier and he was like hey i thought i was gonna be able to do it he yeah. was like but you know it's not really in my budget so he was like if you if you cool with it you can come by you know we, i can cook something yeah. and we could just chill and watch tv or whatever yeah. and so he said that and as much as like back in the day you know i used to think i was hot shit couldn't tell me nothing and at first i was like eh, i don't know about that but he had good vibes yeah. so i went ahead and did it and i'm glad i did yeah yeah i get what you're saying it's just I just always wonder what a woman's thought is because even when I'm meeting somebody like if you meeting somebody for the first time like I know when we first went out like I you know you be wondering how is it gonna go the conversation yeah. is the thing that I think people always worry about and I yeah. know for me I can talk mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm an interesting person if not I feel like I can create stories and things that will get a person to open up oh yeah but and it's like you don't know if you're gonna have that person that's gonna open that shit back up or give that same you know communication back to you and that's the hard part I think part. the biggest thing for me was when we first went out like most people say I've never I wouldn't say that I was intimidated by you sorry just, about the randomness y'all this is the last episode yeah I just didn't know what I was getting myself into yeah because I ain't never been scared like you know some people are like oh I'm scared to talk to him yeah like I don't know but it was something about you that intrigued me mm-hmm. I just didn't know what I was getting myself into yeah 
So. But men, I, I don't know if women understand this, but men don't like being seen, or certain men. I know I don't, and I say that because after, like, when we watched Chicago, the shot yesterday, and when oh, old girl, yeah. when uh, what's that? What's his girlfriend name? Uh, On the Jerica. Shy? Jerica. You know, Jerica's friends was over there from her court or her professional job, and you know, Brandon's a cook, and you know, basically, he's a chef. He's he's a a chef. Yes, you're right. He's a <laughs> chef. He's not a cook. That is a difference. But basically, you know, they were like, you know, why Jerica got you around? He's like. You know, she's like, it ain't about your money. You know, you you a cook, and he yeah, and he was like, because we know you ain't got no money. He's like, I'm a chef, and he's like, yes, I'm in a hard time. I'm in between, you know, Mm -hmm. situations right now, trying to make things work. She's like, but that ain't why Jerica with you. She with you because of that. What she say, thug thug dick. dick. Yes. And he got so fucking pissed because that's the thing. It is a thing, and And, that's like and that thing has been put on me, and that's why I say I hate that because people will look at me and they'll like I say dreads, you know, stocky bill tattoos. And the way I talk and the way I act, and people are like, oh, oh yeah, the yeah. And then you know, I've even had I didn't had from white girls to black women or whatever. I've had women try to date me because of what they think I am or what they want mm-hmm. me to be. And I'm like, yo, if you with me, that bad boy person. Yeah, and I'm like, don't try and come to me to get you a get your fetish fixed. Like, don't <laughs> do that shit for me. <laughs> like one thing, if a white bitch ever come to me, like they have, mm-hmm. but when white bitches say shit like to me, like, oh, we have beautiful kids, bitch. Yeah, that's the first thing. That's the first thing to let me know, bitch. You're not here for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, we would have beautiful kids. Bitch, if I were a black woman, it's going to be a beautiful kid. Yeah. So when that shit, when I hear that shit, bitch, you already lost your chance. I might fuck your face and your ass for for, for good measure, but you won't get nothing from me. (laughs) You've just listened to the reality is where filter becomes extinct. We out this bitch. I ain't dropping the mic. That's like 2015. Bye. Like you on the phone. <laughs> you hang up, no, you hang up on three hangers. Bye. News 4 at 4. We're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.